Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about hemolytic uremic syndrome. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash hus or in the renal medicine section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. And you can find flashcards and questions to train your knowledge on this content and help you remember the information longer at members.zerotofinals.com. So let's get straight into it. Hemolytic uremic syndrome, or HUS, involves thrombosis, or blood clots, in the small blood vessels throughout the body, usually triggered by the sugar toxin, which can come from E. coli 0157 or Shigella. Hemolytic uremic syndrome most often affects children following an episode of gastroenteritis. Antibiotics and anti-motility medications, for example loperamide, used to treat gastroenteritis caused by E. coli 0157 or Shigella increase the risk of hemolytic uremic syndrome. Hemolytic uremic syndrome leads to the classic triad of features of microangiopathic hemolytic anemia, acute kidney injury and thrombocytopenia or low platelets. Microangiopathic hemolytic anemia, or MAHA, involves the destruction of red blood cells, or hemolysis, due to pathology in small blood vessels. Tiny blood clots, or thrombi, partially obstruct the small blood vessels and churn up the red blood cells as they pass through, causing the red blood cells to rupture, leading to anemia. The formation of blood clots throughout the small blood vessels consumes platelets. It uses up the platelets, and this leads to a low platelet count, or thrombocytopenia. The blood flow through the kidneys is affected by the small blood clots and the buildup of damaged red blood cells, and this leads to acute kidney injury. Let's talk about the presentation. E. coli 0157 and Shigella cause gastroenteritis. Diarrhea is the first symptom, which turns bloody within three days. The features of hemolytic uremic syndrome develop around a week after the onset of diarrhea, with fever, abdominal pain, lethargy, pallor or pale skin, reduced urine output or oliguria, hematuria with blood in the urine, hypertension or raised blood pressure, bruising due to the low platelet count, jaundice or raised bilirubin which causes yellowing of the skin and the sclera in the eye which is caused by the breakdown of red blood cells or hemolysis releasing bilirubin into the blood and confusion. Finally let's talk about management. Stool tests for example culture and PCR tests are used to establish the causative organism whether that's E. coli 0157 or Shigella. Hemolytic uremic syndrome is a medical emergency and it requires hospital admission and supportive management with treatment of hypovolemia or dehydration with IV fluids, treatment of hypertension or raised blood pressure, treatment of severe anemia, for example with blood transfusions, and treatment of severe renal failure for example, with hemodialysis. 
Hemolytic uremic syndrome is self-limiting and most patients fully recover with good supportive care. So thanks for listening to this episode on hemolytic uremic syndrome. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. Head over to members.zerodefinals.com for questions on this topic and the other renal medicine topics to test your knowledge and see what information you've picked up and what information you've missed. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about rhabdomyolysis.